This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. It's been 12 months since billions of marine animals along the west coast of British Columbia perished in a record-breaking heat wave. Temperatures of between 35 and 40 degrees Celsius were recorded at the Cortez Island School during the last five days of June. The initial die-off reports were relatively small. There were several hundred dead cockles in front of Hollyhock. Perhaps over a hundred juvenile Dungeness crabs at Smelt Bay. A persistent stench from the dead oysters at Squirrel Cove. Cortez Radio broadcast two accounts of the die-offs on July 8th. One consisted of reports gleaned from around the island. The other was an interview with Dr. Christopher Harley, a marine biologist from the University of British Columbia. We had some of the hottest weather we'd ever had, and it happened to be on days with very low, low tides, and that combination was pretty lethal for a lot of things. I read a billion marine creatures might have died. Yeah, and that's based on seeing how many died in a small area, knowing how many small areas fit into a medium-sized area, and then how much coastline is similar to that through the Salish Sea. The catastrophe was much worse than initially realized. When I interviewed Dr. Harley again in October, he explained, The one billion estimate was some back-of-the-envelope calculations based on early observations, mostly of mussels. Mussels have the courtesy of letting you know that they're dead almost immediately because their shells open up once they die. Other things are a little more stubborn. And even after barnacles have died, for example, they look the same for a few weeks often. So a few weeks after the event, when it became more apparent how many different species were affected, how many individuals of each of those types of animal were affected, and how extensive geographically the event was, I've stopped trying to put an exact number on things, but I think at this point, 10 billion animals is probably a conservative guess as to how many creatures died during those hot three days. Whoa. Have you heard... Any details from uh, Campbell River, Discovery Islands, Denman? Well, actually, Roy, you are the source of a lot of the information I have for that area. And the photographs you took of the sand dollars that have died and the mussels that have died in that part of the Sailor Sea were actually really helpful. There have been a number of reports from the Cortez Island area, but on July 10th, Cortez Currents emailed Harley a series of photos of dead mussels from Smelt Bay. There appear to have been thousands of them. Snails were attached to some of the shells. Harley responded, quote, Yes, you do have some snails in your photo. Those guys are apparently pretty tough. I've seen them on other beaches where other species didn't make it through the heat wave. One of them, in the upper middle part of the second photo, has glued itself on edge to a mussel shell with a little blob of mucus. They do that so that as little as possible touches a hot surface, which keeps them cooler, unquote. He suggested returning to the site to do a series of plots and put a meter stick in the images to indicate the scale. Most of the dead mussels had washed away by the time Cortez Currents returned to take ten plots on July 14th, but there were also what appeared to be thousands of dead sand dollars. Wow, emailed Harley, looking through the subsequent images from sand dollar plots. Local biologist Deb Cooper reported that some sand dollars, 
survived in the more sheltered waters of Manson's Lagoon, but Smelt Bay is more exposed. Most of the sand dollars were white, which Harley suggested meant they're recently dead, but there were also some greenish ones that have been dead long enough to acquire some algal growth. Looking at the map of where the high temperatures were the highest, the north end of the Strait of Georgia is one of the places that got the hottest for coastal communities, at least. We know from some work that the Hakai Institute is doing on Quadra Island that there are other places in that area where mussels have died off and they're just no longer on the rocks where they used to be. And in my own sampling, I made it not quite as far north as, as Comox and Campbell River, but close. And there were certainly still a lot of dead barnacles in evidence as of a few weeks ago when I was able to do some sampling in September. On Monday, June 27th, yesterday, I returned to the part of Smelt Bay where I took those photos last year. One of the most striking images was a large boulder where hundreds of mussels died. They were swept away by the tide before I did my plots. I can vaguely remember there were also mussels lower down on the side where there would have been some shade. They survived. There are probably hundreds of mussels on the side of that boulder today. There were also some survivors in the rocks where I laid out my plots, but so few that I did not repeat the procedure. Looking back through the year-old images of sand dollars, I see there were actually a few scattered survivors. Yesterday, I tried to see how many survivors I could find within one meter of each other. Most of the ten images I took show a solitary sand dollar, but there were three in one picture and five in another. Last year, on July 10th, local biologist Deb Cowper discovered that as many as 85% of the sand dollars in Manson's Lagoon may have perished. The devastation looks much worse in some of the photos, but there also appear to have been relatively intact patches of sand dollars. A picture of one of those surviving patches, beside one of the islands in the lagoon, is at the top of the written version of the story. Dr. Harley just told CTV News, quote, If we had another heat wave this summer, it would be a problem. An ecosystem might be able to handle a big heat wave once every few decades. There's enough time for recovery, but if it starts hitting every four or five years, the species that we're used to just can no longer persist, unquote. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.